Let's bring in our team, Kevin Green and George Tillis, joining me. Uh, let's take a look at this. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the right number, uh, but that's the one I'm reading right now. Uh, and uh, the street was looking for about um, less than half a billion, less than $400 million in adjusted EBITDA. I mean, George, uh, is it possible that uh, this could be as bad of a quarter as it looks? It's possible. I'm not going to jump the gun on that uh, EBITDA number, OJ, because if yeah, that's real, up their site. I think uh, that's, yeah, it's pretty aggressive. Look, uh, I think the guidance going forward is a big challenge for uh, for them in terms of trading volume as well as services revenue. It looks like those are coming in lower than the uh, than the estimates. I think overall, OJ, look, the stock is down already 71% on a year-to-date basis. It's $20 million. Significant, uh, I'm on the site right now. I'm looking at the release. It's $20 million. Yeah, and look, just to just to give you some larger comparisons too, the company posted last year for 2021 $10 billion in free cash flow. So this is a complete just uh, turnaround, a complete flip for a company that was actually poised to do very well uh, or expected to be uh, doing very well in 2022 alongside a lot, of, a lot of the other crypto and other assets related to Coinbase and the transactions associated with it. But uh, uh, this, is a, this is certainly a big mess. So, uh, I mean, are you surprised, Kevin, that the stock's not getting hit more? We're five bucks lower than the close, maybe seven. Uh, is it possible that this was priced in? I mean, I know that it's gotten killed already, but still, that's just a monster miss, even relative to expectations. I would say wait for the call, Oliver. That's what I would say at this point in time, because it is a monster miss, and you would expect that the market would, would severely hurt Coinbase at this point in time. I mean, when I'm looking at this across the wire, it's hitting, it's missing on every single metric, uh, if you will, and then also guiding a little bit lower. Not surprising. We saw the similar type of results with Robinhood uh, when it came to the crypto side of the business as well. So you would have expected a little bit of a slowdown. But here, uh, when you're talking about 20 million for your EBITDA, uh, that is that's very severe. And hopefully they don't have the same type of reaction like the Peloton CEO came out this morning and said where they were severely cash strapped. You don't want to hear any type of language like that. But when you're looking at some of these numbers, it does not look good. I would be surprised, and I'm very surprised that the stock's not down a lot more. It looks like it's down, uh, what, about eight bucks right now uh, from the closing price. I I'm just shocked that it's not down even more now. Yeah, I mean, look, I guess if we're looking for the market to give us information, if this stock is able to somehow uh, rally tomorrow, then maybe the worst is past here for uh, this type of selling we've seen. I, I think this is as good as anything out there because there's no real, like, uh, you know, there's no fundamental test for profitability or anything with any of the actual cryptos. But this is a company that makes money from people trading cryptos, and it's a stock which has earnings, which has analysts guessing what they're going to be and revenue. So what about my logic there, George? I mean, if, if this thing doesn't get killed tomorrow, could that be a sign that maybe the sellers have kind of exhausted themselves? Like, like from a bigger picture, OJ, I think the bear, bears and bulls right now, it's equally dangerous. I think it's a 50-50. I mean, we hit the 39-60 area on the S&P at least earlier today, and that was a target that I actually had. Looking at it from a market perspective, this may be a turnaround situation for Coinbase after the dip in the after hours. I just can't say. These markets are so volatile ranges uh, on a daily basis. Uh, you have to consider the bears are still in control. There's no doubt that top line sales for Coinbase are still growing phenomenally. 
Uh, I think crypto transactions are down significantly in the first quarter. That's to be expected because of prices are correlated with technology because, of course, blockchain is a te technology. You also have to think about the, the just the magnanimous numbers of different altcoins that were being traded on that site as well. Uh, I think that is a huge problem uh, at the very least this quarter where we start to see now potentially the reemergence of Bitcoin and perhaps Ethereum as, as dominant players in the, in the crypto world. So look, uh, I think Coinbase is the leader uh, when it comes down to uh, standardized transactions associated with, uh, with trading crypto, but you have to consider the fundamentals. And right now with earnings per share, always uh, down to the, to the downside of many of these growth names, you have to look at free cash flow. There's two ways of really evaluating companies it's either earnings per share or cash flow. And right now, the market wants to see free cash flow. And it's rewarding those, even though they may not necessarily be profitable still, as long as they show some uh, you know, you know, convexity when it comes down to their free cash flow uh, negativity. In other words, they're going uh, more in the best, a better direction or the positive direction. They're being rewarded. And I think that's an important factor to consider in a lot of these growth things right now. Okay. Um, so, all right, I mean, I think this is the most interesting one in the aftermarket. If you guys have thoughts on the other ones, uh, feel free to chime in. But, um, you know, coin here as this uh, model of, you know, what's been going on in the market the last couple of years, the explosive move in crypto. I think it's very possible that this is the type of situation we look back on and say, okay, that was the most extreme version of what happened during that big trading bubble as we similarly look back to dot-com and realize that things were superficial of that moment. Coin's been straight down since its debut. I think that's another important one too, because Bitcoin made that push back up in uh, the second half of last year and that failed breakout as, uh, you know, Coin never got to that level. So this has just been from the get-go, just, uh, you know, dead on arrival, it's IPO. Yeah, you go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure you're cooking, yeah, kicking yeah, that off, too. That. And it looks like the stock is starting to sell off here a little bit. $63.07 is right now the bid for Coinbase. I would say here, you know, I want to be very, very careful to just lump in Coinbase with just, uh, with a lot of the other growth names that were out there. Yes, the company has not done well uh, since its IPO, but I do think that it has a very strong peg to Bitcoin and some of the other cryptocurrencies. Oh, and I don't sure. think that they're gonna go out, and I don't think they're gonna go anywhere, right? I think the technology is there for it to continue to grow. I think we just have to weed out what's good, what's bad, uh, what actually makes sense, and the utility, and a lot of people don't really talk about that. What's the actual utility outside of tracking um, transactions on a distributed network? What other utility can you have? And if we can find that, and we can see somebody to capitalize on that, I think that's where you can see some strength in, in, in Coinbase at this point in time. And also, if you can like tighten up those spreads a little bit, uh, that's one complaint that I hear from a lot of retail traders and also investors mm -hmm. in the crypto is the spread amounts are just so wide that it's really difficult to real, real, you know, make a lot of money, if you will, if you're just doing smaller transactions. So I think there still could be potential upside for Coinbase in the crypto space in general. I think we're just trying to figure it out. And I'm not sure that we're there yet. I think it might take us another couple of years for us to really sort out what the actual utility, what the function is going to be, and how Coinbase can fit in that particular sphere. That's a good point about the trading spreads. Uh, uh, we got about 40 seconds, George. I'll let you close this out because it's not like they're not trying. They're not giving away freebies here. It's expensive to trade this stuff. 
Well, that's right. I mean, at the end of the day, that's how they're generating their uh, their majority of their revenues. The other thing you have to consider is, of course, the the assets that are under management as a custodian on that platform as well. With higher interest rates, that might provide some support in terms of their revenue structure. But at the end of the day, it's really about transaction volume. Uh, and, and again, you have to consider these wide spreads. These wide spreads are generally done in times when there's a little bit of a distress. I think the company has to do something to, to capitalize on the, on the lower trading volume at the very least in the quarter. But, you know, this is a tough situation, you know, because we could see this market just flip on a dime back to the upside, including companies like Coinbase and even Bitcoin. But at the same time, we could still see the continual degradation of these names uh, as we still uh, are participating in this, uh, in this existing sell-off. Okay, guys, great um, way to finish us uh, up here this afternoon. Kevin Green, George Tillis, nice teamwork, guys. Uh, Coinbase, um, if they can rally tomorrow, then uh, apparently there's no more selling appetite left because that's a bad report.